full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. It is the full court press. That's Eric France and Amaj Salveson. Happy Friday to you, one and all, here on 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. What are you doing? What? What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? Yo, what are you doing? I'm getting ready for the show. Okay. Over there. You got the loud mic, and so you're taking advantage of it. Good for you. This, this mic does pick up a lot of stuff. Oh, yes, it does. Your farts and everything. <laughs> wow. Speaking of which, well, don't don't act like all disgusted. You have a you have a poop app, Eric. <laughs> We're at lunch. What? Enjoying a nice you're enjoying a nice salad. I'm having some yummy tacos, and you tell me about the poop app. And now I just can't get it out of my Tug- head. I just poop maps. I am it's not good is what it is i just why why man ah oh, jeez it's 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 good to keep track it is not needed to keep track eric make Nobody... sure you're healthy okay you and your friends that well you keep track follow of them each too. other along yeah you're keeping okay. <laughs> you Kid are updates. following along that's the problem kill <laughs> Oh, jeez. Hey, welcome to the Full Court Press, everybody. If you haven't left yet, I don't blame you if you have. Uh, Here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Again, streaming on 106.9thefan.com, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Uh, Before we get going, just want to invite everybody to be a part of the show today. I had a bunch of great text messages the last couple of days. It's been awesome to see people be involved in the show. Our listeners make this show, of course, without question. So uh, you are invited uh, to be part of the show here at Gilmore. The Gill Mortgage Text Line, I should say. I'm getting two weeks ahead of myself. Uh, the Gill Mortgage Text Line, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321 to text in. Uh, if you have unlimited texting, you can text in as much as you want. Uh, text to the cost is per contract to your service. Um, by the way, announcement. Uh, we'll be at Guild Mortgage again on October 20th, a Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back there. We'll have an opponent research Wednesday as we're getting ready for the Hawaii, actually, yeah, Hawaii Rainbows, actually. Colorado right? State Rams, actually. No, Colorado State's on a, oh, yeah, it is. It's on a Friday. Never mind, it is Colorado State. Yep. On a Friday night, they get a 7.30 start. So we'll be talking Colorado State. Uh, we will, we think we'll have some tickets to give away in that show. You're welcome. I just turn off the mic just in case anything comes out of over there. There you go, buddy. Let it all out. I'm going to just hold. See, this is why I wiped down everything with like seven different wipes. I didn't sneeze on the mic. I didn't even sneeze on the table. I hear everything happening to the mic. It's so gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but we'll be live at Guild Mortgage in a couple weeks, Wednesday, October 20th. Uh, love to see you all there. Uh, I think we're going to have a few tickets to give away uh, for the Colorado State game, and then we'll uh, add on some other cool stuff with it. So uh, plan on that. Put that in your calendars. If you want to come by and say hi, we'd love to see you. In person there. 2603 text in. Oh, thank goodness we're back to this. BYU jokes. God bless you wow. guys. Wow. Where lo- was all of this in the week leading up I to the game? I love you guys. I love our listeners. Dude, 2603. BYU fans turn Girl Scouts away and don't buy their cookies. Yeah. 
How do you not want those mint chocolate cookies? I mean, come on. Oh, by the way. Uh, thin what mints? Is, what, wait, what are they called? Thin mints. Yes. Those are those, the best. Oh, those are so good. But you know what? BYU fans hate them, according to 2603. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big, uh, big games coming up tomorrow. Uh, a couple of them involving Mountain West Conference teams. Uh, big college football Saturday. A lot of ranked versus ranked team matchups. Uh, nice NFL Sunday. We have a very busy baseball weekend still ahead of us. Four games going on today right now. One of them is just in a rout. Uh, my Braves are struggling a little bit as well. That's not good. We won't update you until they are leading in that game. Then we'll update you. Let you know what's going I on. I think we need real-time scores. No, nobody needs real-time scores. What are you saying? There's nobody's done, their pitchings and their defense has done well. Nobody needs scores. Nobody has scored yet. It's it's, it's not. It's totally open for them. It's the way that we leave runners in scoring position. Top of the fifth inning, no scores. On base, and we don't. We don't handle it. I'm, I'm bugged by it. Meanwhile, the Astros came from behind and then just put away the Sox. Dude, I'm telling you, this series is over. This thing is done. Nine to four is your final score. It was a close game at one point and then got away very, very quickly. Um, Alvarez, Correa, Tucker all had big nights or big Five days runs in the seventh. Jeez. Yeah, here's your seventh inning, by the way. Um, make sure I got the right... So, at at one point it's it's uh, it's four to two, all right. That's in the fifth inning, and then in the bottom of the fifth, Grails, uh, uh, Grail, was it Grail or Guriel? Yeah, thank you. Singled the center. Altuve scored on a break, and Bregman scored, made it four four. So it ties up the ball game. In the seventh, Alvarez singles. Altuve scores. Bregman made, moves to second. Correa doubles to deep right. Alvarez scores, as does Bregman, and then Tucker then homers to left for three hundred seventy four feet. Correa scores your final score nine to four. That game was tied up four in the fifth. It was nine to four in the seventh. Dude, that offense is hot. Whether it's garbage yeah. cans, barrels, whistling, <laughs> I don't know what. That is impressive stuff right now. That's a that is always the threat about Houston, is that at any given moment they can all of a sudden just break loose and and get that offense, whether they're at home or on the road. I mean they they have that potential still. Hey, what is it? What is it with NL Central teams or no? Excuse me, AL Central teams just playing like crap in the playoffs. I, I don't get it. Like, is it because Minnesota hasn't won a postseason game? Hasn't won a postseason game since '04. White Sox are getting thrashed. I just like. I think we just need to erase all those teams in the NL Central and not allow them to be in the playoffs. <laughs> Put a ban on them until someone actually comes out competitive. Uh, I'm just saying. Good luck with that. Nine to four right now, or I guess that is your final score. Nine to four. Astros lead that series two games to none. They head to Chicago in the Windy City to play the next two games. And if there's a game five necessary, which there won't be, uh, they would head back to Houston at uh, five oh two Mountain Time. Boston, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just wrecks Boston yesterday, six uh, nothing. Just uh, Tampa Bay looked like the number one team in the AL. They they hit well. They pitched extremely well. Um, bullpen came in and did their job. Really impressive. That game will be on FS1. Tampa Bay leads that series 1-0. And then the nightcapper is the one everyone's really looking forward to. At about 7.40 Mountain Time, give or take, TBS will have the Dodgers and Giants inside of AT&T Park, um, just below the, uh, just below the uh, bay. So that will be a good game. I'm actually looking forward to that one a lot. Some good baseball. Now if my brace would just put a couple of runs, then I'd be, I'll be all right. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, you know, what happens tonight with the game two uh, between Tampa and, and Boston could be interesting. But the the biggest one, like we've, we've been talking about, is uh, th- it, there's a reason Dodgers and Giants will be in prime time tonight. Yeah. Oh, without question. Uh, you've got, and I don't know who's throwing for the Dodgers. I haven't even looked, actually. Do you know? Uh, Walker Bueller. Yep, I thought it would be him. Logan Webb for the Giants. Walker Bueller throws hard stuff, too. He's he That guy is a baller when it comes to playoff games. Um, I'll have to look at his record in the playoffs, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty startling right now. Uh, let's see, 2603. BYU fans think their own farts smell good. What's the word on the BYU quarterback situation? I think it's... I think it's Romney. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's Romney right now. I think. I don't know that for sure. Um, I haven't listened to – I mean, after we moved on from BYU, I haven't listened to Kalani Sitaki nor read anything on BYU yeah. itself. Uh, I know Boise State's less. playing them this weekend, and that's all I can tell you about oh. that matchup. 2305. Hey, uh, AJ, it's Oracle Park, not AT&T Park. My bad. Sorry. So, hey, but 2305, did it used to be AT&T Park? Was that- it used to be. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know when that changed. I don't know when that changed either. I didn't know that. Oracle Park, huh? It's beautiful. Like, I've only seen it on TV, and that place looks gorgeous. That's one park, because I've never been to a pro baseball game in my life. That's one park I want to hit. Yeah. I want to go to I want to go to Oracle Park and see that place. 4086, happy Friday, my friends. How come the baseball playoffs are on FS1? Why can't they have them on ABC for the divisional playoffs like they used to? Here's an issue. It's college football season, and ABC owns the right to pretty much all the big football games, uh, and they get their uh, call on that. So that's why. Now, what about NBC, well, though? Okay, well, here's the thing. The uh, uh, Fox and TBS have the rights to Major League Baseball playoffs. Now, why it's not on Fox I don't know. I can't tell you that. I don't know why they're not on Fox. Well, today. that's got to be like an NFL college football issue too. Like well, there's the contracts g- the, with the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't know why the Red Sox Rays game tonight is isn't on, T- on Fox. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I the, agree. Dodgers and Giants is on TBS. Sorry, nothing we can do. I mean, that's just TBS is yeah. TBS. But but uh, Red Sox and Rays, yeah, that should be on Dude, network. Television. I miss when baseball used to be on NBC for the World Series. Because I actually enjoyed Bob Costas. I part thought he was... Well, he's going to be part of the TBS crew, uh, the studio crew. Uh, he won't do games, but play-by-play, oh, play, but he'll be part of the studio crew for before and after. Dude, he was good. I actually miss Bob Costas. NBC was always really good with that work. Uh, 2603. So is there any way both BYU and Boise State can both lose? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a blessing? Man would be from great. heaven? We'd all be thrilled. It would be the best present... We could ever be given in our lives as college football fans, but that will not happen. Two of the most arrogant, egotistical football programs. One more so than the other in the and Western talking about United States. In fact, you know what? Let's just do it again. Let's light our lines up, Eric. Who is worse as fans, BYU or Boise State? I'm going BYU, and I don't think it's even close. Boise State doesn't bother me that much anymore. BYU. Their fans are annoying. But BYU's are BYU's more are annoying. so much worse, so much worse. I I can stand Boise State. Fans. It may we may be slightly impacted here or biased in one way because we're in the same state and so we hear no. more of that media and we're more connected to those fan I, bases I and saying. media members. But yeah, Boise fans can be 
pretty tough to handle. Yeah, but the thing is, is they don't hang on to a win the week after. They move on to the next game. BYU's like, hey, dude, you remember three weeks ago when we kicked your butts? Hey, Taysom Hill, how we beat Texas in Provo. Dude. Let's keep talking about that. I'll tweet out, man, I love this cheeseburger. Four or five years ago. I'll tweet out, I love this cheeseburger. And then some BYU fan, well, did you love the taste of your loss against us from a year ago? (laughs) Dude, I just talked. I can't can't do it. I've tried so hard to understand them and be nice to them. And I can't do it anymore. They're dang lucky I'm affiliated with companies that I can't say mean things or else I would. 9310. BYU fans always and forever are the worst. BYU fans are incapable of being self-critical. That is true. That is true. It's true. They are never wrong. It's always they were wronged by somebody else. Yes. Like they never make mistakes. It's always everybody's out to get them. Well, and I just like I just want to see. I don't know if I should say this on air. I love Greg Rebell. Good dude. Really sincerely, honestly nice guy. Um, I've met him. We've talked several times, and he's a great guy. Um, I would love to see him just lose it when if Boise State were to beat him tomorrow. In fact, our uh, our radio booth was next to theirs, what, two years ago? Or three years ago when we beat him by, like, 20? I think it was the Quinn Ficklin. Uh, we wasted our time over here game. Yeah, <laughs> I got called the Quinn Ficklin game, uh, and and uh, after I think it was a pick and a, a long return, Rebel just punches the wall as hard as possible. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just I don't know. I'd love to see BYU fans suffer and BYU people suffer <laughs> in a football metaphor way. Four zero eight six BYU fans by far they cuss more than any other fans I know. The team cusses as well. Oh yeah, of course the team cusses. Yeah. I bet you Kalani Sataki cusses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get off of BYU. Uh, I know, but I guess it's not hard to, I mean, because you've got Utah State on a bye week. They get ready for the UNLV Rebels coming up next Saturday night, 5 o'clock, pregame 4 o'clock. Eric? Uh, yeah. As far as I know, 4 o'clock pregame uh, with Eric, Craig, Ryan, and Al, and then postgame uh, with Eric, Ra- Eric, Ryan, and Al. Uh, they'll have uh, they'll get press conference audio thanks to uh, Mitch Henline over there grabbing some audio for him. He'll send it over so you'll be able to hear post game comments from the coach and a couple players uh, after what will be an Aggie win. So looking forward to that. Aggies have a nice soft stretch here coming up. I know the Wyoming game is going to mean a lot here in a few weeks in November. Uh, that sounds like that sounds like state game will also stick out a little bit, but Aggies have a chance here, Eric, to be able to create some separation. Hope Boise State slips up getting help from guys like Fresno State and San Diego State, and they could see themselves on December 4th playing for the Mountain West Conference Championship. Let's not leave out Wyoming. Uh, they're I mean, undefeated right now. But how good is Wyoming They're at really, Air though? Force this weekend. That's a really big showdown. Uh, the Falcons could uh, do the Aggies a favor and uh, knock them down a notch. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's competitive, but... As you said, it's still the door is still open for Utah State, so the opportunity is still there. So they can't lose focus against a team like UNLV, which we've been bagging on, which you have called a bye week, but they absolutely they have to take UNLV seriously. This is a team who's been competitive in their last couple of games. It's true they have not won a game in two years, which means that's you know that's a that's a really poor track record, but it also means it's a team that's really hungry to make a change and to get a win. 
So well, here's the thing about you, you don't want to walk in there overconfident. Yeah, sure. No, I get you, and, and they won't. They'll be prepared. I think it's gonna be a blowout. Um, Wyoming is undefeated. Wyoming hasn't played anybody. They beat uh, Montana State nineteen sixteen, and they come from behind to win that game. Yeah, NIU fifty to forty three. They did throttle Ball Ball State forty five to twelve, and they went to UConn and only won by two. Yeah, they struggled in that one, and UConn is terrible. So at Air Force, home against Fresno, they get New Mexico at San Jose State, home against Colorado State, at Boise State, and then they come here to our place. I mean, that's a brutal schedule ahead of them. They're nowhere close to being out of the woods by any stretch of the way. Uh, 2603, I read an article by a BYU fan questioning whether BYU should continue playing USU due to BYU's quarterbacks getting injured six out of the last nine times. So it begins the reasons why BYU should stop playing us. We need to lock up the division and win it this year. I agree. Uh, I agree on that last point. Yeah, the it is an odd coincidence or an odd track uh, record here about quarterbacks getting injured in the series. Both ways, too. It's going both ways. Um, for anybody to claim otherwise is they're totally Arrogant. ignoring. Yep, exactly. But the thing is, these have all been flukes. Like. I don't see guys like intentionally going out there and doing vicious illegal hits. No. Some of these quarterbacks are getting hurt just the way that they're moving. Like nobody's really touched them. So um, those are just odd, strange things that can happen during a game, and it's just one of those weird things of the world, of uh, the universe that in this particular series a quarterback tends to get hurt. So. To say that it should the, the series should be canceled because there's a history of quarterbacks getting hurt, that's, a, again, a, a very BYU fan thing to do. Oh, yeah. While you see some part of the information, but you don't understand the full context, and then you develop an opinion and hold on to it without realizing everything that goes behind it, that is such a BYU fan thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and, and I mean, pure speculation, nothing of knowledge here. But will BYU continue to play Utah State after that 24 or yeah, the 24? 2025. 25 contract? No. I don't think they will. They'll move on. Um, they'll they'll find bigger opponents and such and, and, and go that route. But I mean that's again that's pure speculation. Uh 4086, I have a cousin as a YBU fan, always making excuses of why USU won. We hurt their QB, the referees were in USU favor, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, they will find every which reason of why they lost the game without saying it was our fault. Yeah, as the team itself. Yeah, there was a there was a guy who used to work here. Um, he was a huge BYU homer, big time. I miss him. And you know exactly who I'm talking yeah. about. Um, and love him, great guy, but he was just. One of those guys, like there was always a reason that something was working against BYU. Like there, there's this complex where everybody's out to get them. Like they can never like be at fault for their own mistakes. There's always some conspiracy against them. Look, the thing about Cookie Monster is, dude, he had the best jokes. Like he would, he had great witty comments towards me. He was good. Had, Cookie Monster? Oh, yeah. That's what I call him. We might not be thinking of the same person. No, we are. We are. Yeah. We definitely are. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think we are. I'm pretty sure we are. I call him Cookie Monster. No, not the guy. You know what? 
you know, you know who I'm talking about. I don't know. Maybe yes, you do. I don't. Anyways, I don't think I we're talking him. about the same guy. Where the fetch is he at? What happened to him? I don't. I don't know that we're talking about the same person. <laughs> it's okay. We can, can we can confer off the air. Two three zero five. U.S. gets nothing out of playing BYU, and BYU gets nothing out of playing Utah State. Can I? I'm going to disagree with me that. Me too. Though. It's a rivalry game. It's a trophy. There's a lot game. of pride on the line. I mean, look at the ticket sales when those when those games happen. The game against BYU was sold out weeks in advance. Granted, the vast majority of that that stadium was filled with USU fans, or at least people wearing USU colors. Uh, the Boise State game never sold out. Now, the Boise State game should mean more, but when it came to ticket sales and when the rubber hits the road, the BYU game clearly meant more. Yeah. It's been... Uh, we didn't get Boise State jokes a week after that game. We're still getting BYU comments a full week after that game transpired. You can't tell me that game doesn't mean something to the Aggie fan base. I'll agree. Uh, 4086, I have to wear a half-face respirator when I enter Utah County just to get rid of the smell. <laughs> understand. Uh, 2197, BYU fans and their athletics remind me of a building that is great and spacious and full of people jeering and walking and full of pride. <laughs> wow. That big and spacious building is the Marriott Center, by the way. I love Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I can't stand the Marriott Center, dude. Why? I don't know. What, I just, what stands out to you for that? I just hate that building. Because here, like, I hate BYU basketball more than I hate BYU football. And maybe it's because of the coach, because I love, honestly, Kalani Sitake is one of the nicest dudes in the world. I've had a chance to chat with him briefly once, and he could have been more kind after kicking our butts by like 30. He was just so nice. And I, I'm like, come on, dude, can you be a jerk? Now, on the other side, like in the Marriott Center, you're dealing with like Dave Rose, who had egotistical issues. Uh, Mark Pope is, it seems like a good dude. But it's just, man, it's, I don't know, it's just, you just want to punch him right in the face. <laughs> Can't stand it. All right, uh, two six zero three. They think God is a BYU fan when obviously God is an Alabama fan. <laughs> I'm taking it. That's funny. I'm stealing that. That's nine three one zero. Of course, we get. We both get something. They sell out the game. Rivalry is the fun of non-professional sports. Fair enough. Mm, yep. I like that. Two three zero five. It means a lot in recruiting. Yeah. In-state bragging rights. Absolutely. Uh, 2305, I'm talking about wins and losses. It doesn't do us good to lose it. It doesn't do us that much good to win. I could see if that. They're, look, they're, they are thought of as a Power 5 school, whether you like to admit that but or they're not. they're not. Even before the invitation. They're they were, not. They were considered like a Power 5 school. How? But they're not. How are they ever? I hate this comment. How are they ever considered a Power 5 school when they're not a Power 5 school? Is Notre Dame considered a Power 5 school? Yes. No, because we're not a Power 5 school. What? Notre Dame is absolutely a Power 5 school. In basketball. I'm talking about football. football. No, they're not. They get inclusion. No, they're not. They got inclusion to the BCS, even though not being a part of a conference. Eric, it's And they get inclusion in the college football playoff. It's name recognition. It's Notre Dame. It's name recognition. Conference title game. It's name recognition. It has nothing to do with being considered a Power 5 school. Look at their schedule. Look at the P5 list of schools and see, tell me if it says Notre Dame on it. It doesn't. There's no Notre Dame on the P5 list. and any To be a P5 team, 
I mean, they, they're just not listed in there. They don't have a conference. Yeah. By the very definition of Power 5 conference, okay, I will give you that. Notre Dame is not part of a conference. Okay. So by the very technical view, very myopic view of that definition, no. But when you look at their schedule, who they play, their television contracts and their access to the biggest bowls and the playoffs and opportunity to play for championships, Notre Dame is in the same realm, I'll put that, as P5. Okay, that's fair. Is that a better way to put that? Yes. Long explanation? Realm? I'm, fair enough. Now, but I don't put BYU there. BYU's not there yet, but they got the invitation. They are headed in that direction. Yes. And so if you beat a team like that, that means something. It does well for your reputation, for recruiting, potential bowl invitations. Yes. 2305, when was the last time we had bragging rights against BYU? I'm going to say we went ago. to BYU and throttled them. Uh, it's the, been recently. Yeah, the Quinn Ficklin game. Yeah, absolutely. Being two years in a row? Yeah, I would absolutely say we had bragging rights then. Uh, was that 18 and or 17 and 18, actually? Because you had the Jalen Davis three picks in 17, and then you had the Jordan Love hushing the crowd at BYU, which, by the way, was so worth it. Uh, 2017, the Aggies beat him 40 to 24, and then 2018, the Aggies beat him 45 to 20. <laughs> the three 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 one text in Eric. I have looked forward to playing BYU for the last 45 years, but no more. I have not heard the f bomb more than the last two games, and can't take go Cougs one more time. The end has come for football and basketball. And and here is the thing is. I love what Harwell told us, what, uh, a few months ago, I think, Eric, when we had talked about the Utah-Utah State basketball situation, if they were to schedule them home-and-home. Home. Like, I am done with the, yeah, I, we are going to go to neutral court with BYU and then go to their place. I'm done with that whole philosophy, and I'm glad Hartwell is too. For now on, if you want to play us, we're going to do a home-and-home. And if you well, can't agree that, was, that, then get. Uh, that's part of the Dave Rose arrogance. Uh, Dude, I couldn't that stand was really it. annoying. Uh, here, there, neutral site instead of here, there, here, there, here, there. Yeah. Uh, two three oh five was BYU any good in those years? Uh, seventeen they struggled, didn't they? I believe. And in eighteen, I don't even know. I didn't. You're gonna really make me look for this now. I don't even want to look. I'm gonna. I'm. I feel dirty. I need a shower now. <laughs> I just feel so gross. Uh, uh, let's see here. In 17, Can you they... look up 17? I'll look up 18. Okay, so in 17, they started off 1-1 one and one with a win against Portland State, and then they lost to LSU. LSU didn't let them cross the 50-yard line that, that uh, game. They lost to Utah by 6, lost to Wisconsin by 34, then lost to lost to Utah State by, uh, what, 25 points? Oh, sorry, 16 points. Lost to Boise. Yeah, they weren't good. I'm just kidding. Dude, Mississippi State, East Carolina, Fresno State, UMass, UNLV, all beat them that year. In 18, they were uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, if you include the bowl game. So they were 7 and 6. Victories over Arizona, number 6, Wisconsin, McNeese, Hawaii, UMass, and New Mexico State. 
losses against Cal, which is only by three. A loss at Washington. They got throttled. I remember that one. They lost to Utah State by a wide margin, 25 points. Close loss against Northern Illinois. They lost to Boise State in a close one, and they lost to Utah in uh, by eight points. If I remember, I think that was after that year where people were saying, okay, Kalani's got to go. This isn't working. I think that was where Kalani's seat was burning I think hot. it's Yeah, I think you're right. I think it started to warm up a bit. The, the uh, criticism was starting to mount like, look, this coach thing may not be working out. This independence thing may not be working out. Uh, 5662, BYU fans are the worst. They're the only fan base that would go to a USU game when the Aggies aren't playing BYU. Wearing full BYU gear from head to toe. What in the world are you doing at an Aggie game in the first place? Who made you come? Drive down to Provo and stay there. Sadly, too many closet BYU fans here in Cash Valley. And that's the, I, I hadn't seen any. And, like, reading these texts and talking to you, there's a lot. There are a lot. I had no idea. That sucks. You're in Logan. Why aren't you an Aggie fan? And if you aren't, why are you here? I mean, but I know. <laughs> uh, 4086. I referred back in the day BYU football and basketball coaches went to the MTC to recruit. I have no idea if that's true. Uh, I- there was a rumor, and uh, we – I. We had Ty Wesley on, to, and we asked him, point blank asked him, because there was a rumor that uh, Dave Rose paid a visit to the MTC to talk to Ty and see if he may consider changing his affiliation from Utah State to BYU, because he had an older bro- brother who played for BYU. But uh, he he, re- he refused to confirm or deny. No way. Yeah. Oh. But there were multiple sources that seemed to indicate that Dave Rose was – uh, hanging out of the MTC every now and then. Well, Ty, you made the right choice, buddy. Um, I, you know, I, it's crazy. I and I used to do a show with Lavelle Edwards and Ron McBride, and, and Lavelle told a bunch of recruiting stories. Um, I swear to this day, some of them weren't legal. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> more so Ron McBride than Lavelle. <laughs> well, that's another point. But anyways, uh, Lavelle never mentioned the MTC. And maybe that was a Gary Croton thing. I don't know. Or Bronco, bro, Bronco Mendenhall was a weird dude. He was an odd duck. He was a weird, weird dude. And I'm glad he's at Virginia. I'm glad he's doing well there. But he did not fit in at BYU. He actually hated it too. So. Well, he had a weird evolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he came in as this defensive coordinator from New Mexico, kind of a wild man. Could be 20 below when he'd still be in shorts. Uh, loved to do like these crazy hikes and what do they call it, like an echo challenge like what? these races where you're like going on extreme stuff he was kind of like a wild man and then uh he became the head coach and he like, totally changed he's known as like this big aggressive defensive pressures guy and then he just i don't know the pressures of being a byu coach really changes some people yeah luckily hasn't changed kalani to be honest with you he's still a really good dude uh, let's see here. Four zero eight six. Tell us more about Bronco. You don't want to just, just uh, like after working in Salt Lake. The no stories thanks. I know now, I don't even want to talk about. Don't need to. Eight zero zero three. YBU equals cheaters. That, <laughs> actually, I do agree with that that sentiment. Uh, Eric, well, and there was like remember the Riley Nelson. I mean, hey, can you tell me? Because I was on a mission during that time. Can you? Tell we me talked what to his happened? dad. We had his dad on, and. Uh, Tom Grover was on with us at the time, and he was like, hey, I just want to know, did Brent Guy get the same access and consideration 
with Riley Nelson's mission president as Bronco Mendenhall did. Oh, I don't want to get into that. So that's a yes. So that's so that was a no. Brent Guy didn't get the same oh, access and consideration that uh, that Bronco was able to get while Riley was on his mission. Because Riley switched his affiliation during his mission. That's right. That's right. Do you – let me ask, because he was so great here at Logan High. Uh, his he was. Logan High was phenomenal. Fantastic. So were his younger brothers. Does that change the perception or the like for Riley Nielsen? Oh, I know there are a lot of folks around here who really disliked him. And I don't know, they maybe still hold a grudge to this day. But I, I, I still today think that if Riley Nelson would have come back, it would have changed the futures of Brent Guy. I don't know for very long. He may, have, he probably still would have been let go at some point. Yeah. And there'd been a change there. But uh, I, I think Riley just had the moxie and maybe not the most talented thrower that we've seen. Some he was other like guys, a Tim but Tebow. he was a gamer. Man, he was a gamer. Uh, and I think it would have changed some things for Utah State had he had he come back, but you know he didn't, and I, went somewhere uh, else. I saw him at the uh, at the game here. Um, briefly said hi, didn't keep it too long, but I and I just you know I walked away and I was like, huh, I wonder if people still like him here after what had happened when he had left. You know the cool thing though about Riley is that when Utah State started to change their trajectory around under Gary Anderson and started going to bowl games, Riley would come up with his family and he would still support. Like, yeah, I remember seeing him at a bowl game. There was like a, an alumni event and he's there with his family. Did that disappoint you at all? No, I was like, you? hey, this is cool. Good for him. Really? Yeah. Because hmm. I mean, he had brothers that were going to go there or were starting to play there and I thought, you know what? Here's a guy that, uh, yeah, he turned his back on the program for a little bit. But let's be honest, it was Brent Guy. Yeah, and that was a bad era. Yeah, and BYU football was was peaking at that right time too. They were they it were was competing. A, it was not a good situation. Yeah, here at that time. Two three oh five. I don't think that anybody liked when Liddell Anderson left Utah State for BYU either. Uh, that's a very good point. I How mean, long? he was a legend here, and then yeah. he left. And went down there, and you know what we that really do, upset Eric? a lot of folks. We need to do a Friday Five Best of the five biggest traders in Utah State history in athletics. Hmm. Like, I can tell you right now. David Collette be on that I list? I was going to say, and there will probably be You're a coach. name to Dave? There will probably be another person? couple coaches who will uh, end up on that list as well. <laughs> Just saying. All right, we gotta talk, we got to take a break. We're way overdue for one. We'll take a break. Come back. By the way, Friday Five Best, speaking of which, today... We're going to look again in the midterm season grade of things. Five biggest surprises, whether they're good or bad, uh, in in so far this Utah State football season. It could be a person. Yeah. It could be a unit. It could be a game. But, yeah, what are the five best surprises for Utah State football so far? It's part of our Friday Five Best. Coming up on the Full Court Press. Oh, man, I wasn't even ready to push the button yet. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Bald truck tires. Yup, I'm well aware winter is coming. Have you seen my truck? Big truck with really big tires. Big tires come with a big price tag. That's why I'm headed to Express Auto and Tire. Really big tires only cost $25. Yup, really big truck tires, really little price. Only $25 per tire. 
Express Auto and Tires, selling every used tire in stock for only $25. Yes, snow tires. Yes, truck tires. Yes, every tire, only $25. Visit Express Auto and Tire at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. Ahoy, me hearties! Do you have pirate blood in your veins? Are you a scallywag on the hunt for gold? Adventure awaits the brave of heart at Halloween on the high seas at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Explore the seaside carnival, find a shipwreck and lost treasure, and discover sea creatures from the deep. Get your tickets today at thelivingplanet.com slash Halloween. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Al Sporting Goods, 100-year anniversary celebration going on now. Huge savings store-wide. Better than the mark than internet. Vortex Diamondback 10x42 Binox, 149. Safe Sour Rifle Scope, 99 bucks. Winchester Super X 22 caliber rounds, $29 for 300. Dekine Pickup Pads, $59. Camp Chef 12-inch Dutch Ovens, 24 bucks. Camelback Hog Hydration Packs, $39. Don't miss Al's 100-year anniversary celebration. Al Sporting Goods, every sport, every season. Have you heard of Beko Appliances yet? If not, you will be hearing a lot more about them. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Beko is known for its high quality and affordable prices, and we are very excited to add them to our appliance lineup. Stoves, fridges, dishwashers, all made by Europe's finest manufacturer. Get these top-of-the-line appliances back with our exclusive service. That's right, we service what we sell. Daryl's West on Airport Road. In beautiful downtown Benson. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Looking for Medicare coverage that offers you more? It's the Medicare annual enrollment period. Time to compare your Medicare options to see who's offering the great benefits, the large network, and all the extras. Call 752-9493. Let us walk you through your choices. We're independent contracted agents. We have all available plans. There is no cost to work with us. We'll help you find and access the benefits you want. Call LSS Insurance at 752-9493. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Derek France and I'm Andre Salveson. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. 439 your time here on a Friday evening. Congratulations, you made it to the weekend. 2305. Sorry it came out wrong. Dutch Belknap and Dale Brown were assistants and he promoted no one. Oh, sorry. Here okay, there we go. I missed another text here. 2305. I don't know if you're aware of it, but actually Ladell Anderson did two things that set Utah State basketball back when he left for BYU's Dale Brown and that Belknap assistant or Belknap or assistants he did not promote. He did not promote Dale Brown. And ended up leaving for LSU, and you know the rest of the history. Wait. Yeah, did, Dale Brown had a great career Did he recruit LSU. Shaq? He got Shaquille O'Neal. That was, yeah. Had a lot of success. Yeah, he should have been He should have been next in line. Dude, should this have had is his a great history Utah lesson State. for me. Uh, and then he says, sorry, came out wrong. Dutch Belknap and Dale Brown were assistants, and he promoted no one. Well, we could have had Shaq played in Utah State. That's fun. <laughs> 
That's that's incredible. I didn't know that. I had no idea. I didn't know Dale Brown was here as an oh, assistant. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Craig and Al have, have uh, interviewed him before. Already, and I think, gosh, did we interview him once? I don't remember if I've interviewed him personally. We need to get him on the show. But uh, I never got just listened to their to interviews. To Sorry, I can't remember. But uh, he's he's great. Um, uh, he's uh, I think he was like a homecoming. He involved him with homecoming mm, maybe a few years ago for football, and they had him on the field, and they were interviewing. Anyway, he's he's a great storyteller. Our Friday Five Best will be your five biggest surprises so far this season, whether bad or good. Uh, and we'll also talk about uh, you know players who have stood out to us and what our predictions will be now that we're halfway through the season. Has your prediction changed of where Utah State could finish here in the final six games of the season going into the bowl game? 4086 text in. Five surprises, USU football. No game has lasted three hours or less. That's true. Running backs, two QB system, receivers play after catch, PA announcer not messing up players' names. That's big. <laughs> that's a surprise. That's yeah. huge. Uh, four zero eight six. Jim Herrick was an assistant. Oh, no, that's coach. yes, that's true. He was. All right. Hmm. Hey, um, switching topics to some basketball news real quick. Yeah. Uh, the Mountain West announced uh, 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 some additional games to be broadcast. I can't speak. <laughs> or to be shown to on uh, Stadium. WatchStadium.com, and uh, they're going to be uh, showing some games of uh, throughout the Mountain West Conference schedule. Some non-conference, but a lot of conference games. Two Utah State games are on their schedule, both involving Wyoming. Uh, the Cowboys at Utah State on January 15th, and then on February 8th when they return the favor, Utah State at Wyoming. So only two games from USU will be part of the stadium broadcast package but plenty of couple more televised games yeah added to the plenty list of national television hey, i'm excited about men's basketball i can't wait i'm just i'm intrigued by what we're going to see in the lineups i'm intrigued by what the starting lineup may look like and to some degree or who comes off the bench early and how the bench rotation looks because it's uh, and i don't know if ryan Holmes is going to be any different but craig smith would tighten up his rotation quite a bit you know coming into conference play Wondering how the rotation is going to fit in as we start, uh, as as we get into the season a little bit. So, yeah, well, and I, I liked what Coach Odom how he when you were pressing him about the starting lineup, and he says, "Yeah, it's important to have a starting lineup. You know, being a starter named as a starter means something, but how you finish, what's your lineup when you finish a game, also means something too. So that will be interesting. How different will that be? And that could change from game to game." Depending on who has a hot hand and what matchups work in their favor, but uh, uh, I really like the versatility of this yeah. roster. So, who stands out with that? Uh, John Rothstein, uh, College Hoops Today. I don't know if you saw this. He put together the ten least appreciated players. Uh, I saw some tweets about in it. college basketball, and uh, a couple of guys that Utah State fans will will see this year that the Yaggies will face. On their schedule, actually. Uh, one of them is uh, Alex Barcelo from BYU. Uh, David Roddy at Colorado State. He's a baller, too. Uh, Jacob Gilliard from Richmond. Because remember, the Aggies will play Richmond this year. Uh, and then Justin Bean, also on the list. This is what Rothstein has to say about Justin. One Mountain West coach recently referred to Bean as the league's Dennis Rodman. 
It's hard to argue with that sentiment. Six seven forward has done everything for the Aggies over the past two seasons, tallying twenty six double doubles during that span. There's no fifty fifty plays when Bean's on the floor. It's ninety ten in favor of the Aggies' unsung star. Did you mention uh, BYU's Alex Barcelo? I did. They'll face him. Okay. I did, and David Roddy and Jacob Gilliard, a couple other guys. By the way, are on David that list. Roddy is a problem this year. I mean, that lineup coming back with no guys leaving. <laughs> yeah, Roddy's a big body. Dude, he's a, he's a monster. He's so going to be a problem for these Aggies. Who teams. bodies him up? I, we don't. We can't. Trevin, like, unless, like, the Hulk entering into Trevin Doris' body, he's too soft. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Doris is too soft. I need him to be more physical, more mean. I need a little bit of nastiness out of him. Something seriously, like he's just too soft, Eric, and he gets bullied by the bigger men in the Mount West. In the Mount West Conference, he's getting bullied. Yeah, who's the enforcer on this squad? Like, who's your Stephen Ashworth? Do you have uh, Do you have somebody that's going to be your your goon squad? And I'm not saying that every team needs a goon squad, but no. who's your who's your guy that can get physical and, and scrappy and won't be pushed around? Like, who's that guy? It, is it going to be Horvath? No, it's Ashworth. I don't think Horvath is going to be that guy. Is it Dorius? Is it it's not Dorius? Zapala? Maybe Shimon? Maybe, don't know. Yeah, maybe Shimon's that guy. Uh, by the way, this is what uh, Rothstein said about David Roddy. He says he looks like an offensive lineman, but plays like he's one of the best players in the Mountain West Conference. 6'5 and rugged. Broad-shouldered Roddy had 12 double-doubles in 28 games last season for Colorado State. Route to averaging 15.9 points, 9.4 rebounds. This kid is a stud. And then Jacob Gilliard from Richmond. Uh, Gilliard led Division One in steals, three and a half last season. He's also made himself into a terrific playmaker, handing out 116 assists a year ago to just 37 turnovers. Gilliard has also been a double-figure scorer for all four years of his college career at 5'9". All of those accomplishments are incredible feats. Yeah, I would say so. That's pretty impressive. Uh, let's get to a few texts before we take a break and uh, get ready for the second hour here. Uh, 40A6 says, as far as our football record goes, I had us going 2-3 and three so far. So, not bad, but flip those numbers around. We're 3-2. and two, I'll take it. Uh, 2-3-0-5. Dale Brown was extremely disappointed. He did not get the job and left right after shortly after TL playing Kentucky, playing a Kentucky assistant Got the job. Belknap stayed and ended up taking over two years later. Was Belknap any good? As a coach? Uh, Where's Al? Where's Craig? Yeah, I know. I think he was... I don't know. I I think he was average. Okay. Dude, I I got a bunch of... like I boxed up all my media guides from basketball and stuff, and we're bringing them in here to create a library. So it'll help us out a little bit. 5-2-5-3. Good surprise. No rebuild this year with the new football coach. Bad surprise. Special teams has taken a step back compared to previous years. That's that's mm. a great, that's a great point. note. 8968. The worst thing Liddell Anderson did when he left was not to give Dale Brown a vote of confidence as the Aggies' next coach. Mm. So, man, Dale yeah. Brown must have been like the real deal. He was. He absolutely was. God. Bothers me. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to read the history on that. I didn't know that. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap it up here, uh, at least of the first hour of the Full Court Press. Give us some updates on baseball scores as the division series continues to take shape. Uh, Astros winning a route. Braves in a tight one with the Milwaukee Brewers. And two big series later on tonight, which includes the Red Sox and Rays 
and Giants and Dodgers for the nightcap. Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Fobbling and snow oil change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skincare, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We often hear people say, I wish I could use White Pine, but I've already paid for arrangements elsewhere. Know that if you've already pre-planned with a different funeral home, you can still call White Pine. If you are being told you'll lose up to 25% of your money, White Pine will provide a discount equal to any fee for switching. If you have any questions, please stop by for a visit or give us a call. We would love to meet you and explain in more detail. White Pine Funeral Services. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. For your next anniversary, give her the gift of diamonds from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Diamond jewelry makes a woman feel cherished. She'll also be impressed with your fine taste. Choose from an extensive selection of diamond earrings, diamond pendants, diamond bands, and diamond bracelets. You can expect the best price every day of the year. No need to negotiate because we offer our best price up front with our exclusive Integrity Price Guarantee. Essie Needham's is known for quality jewelry for more than a century. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Whatever your laughing style is, it's no joke that laughter is the best medicine and a great stress reliever. Comedy Night at the Riverwoods is coming and you don't want to miss it. Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com. We dare you to try not to smile or laugh out loud as you enjoy funny stories and comedic entertainment from four professional comics. It's Comedy Night at the Riverwoods, Friday, October 8th at 8 p.m. Reserve your seats now at eventbrite.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Dan and Stacy Jessup adhere to principles of honesty and integrity. They love guiding individuals through the Medicare process at no additional cost. They will simplify the process guaranteed. Call Jessup Insurance, 435-213-3200 or Google Jessup Insurance. Jessup Insurance and Retirement Services. Let us guide you. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Next selection. 
Full Court Press, Eric. I'm Ajay here, 4.53 your time as we wrap it up here on the first hour of the Full Court Press, 106.9 The fans give you an update. Uh, the Atlanta Braves are hanging in there really, really well with the Brewers right now. All right. Anyways, Houston Astros win 9-4. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Red Hang Sox race It was 0, zero until just no. a second ago. Why do you do this, dude? Uh, you just Let's a- give them a true update. I did. No, you I didn't get the, the score. I said the Braves were hanging in with the Brewers. Milwaukee put two runs on the board this inning. Okay, well, all right, Braves. We can't lose this game. Bottom of the seventh, no outs. We can't lose this game. Milwaukee leads two to nothing. Because I don't know if our Yeah, if we lose game one, dude, it just ha- it that's a bad omen for the Braves. I can't remember what the stat is, but it's a bad omen. Alright, uh going back to text messages, two three oh five. Continuing with the great history on Dale Brown. This is awesome. Like, I didn't know this, any of this. Dale Brown recruited both Marvin Roberts from New York City and Nate Williams out of Oakland, uh, California, to play on the same team in the late 60s. Who knows where our basketball program would have been had he stuck around as the head coach. Hey, who recruited Wayne Estes? Was that Liddell? Uh, that, that would have been earlier. Oh, is that I earlier? Think. Okay. I think. I'm not entirely sure who was the one who recruited Two three zero five. You know that answer. Let me know. I I just didn't know who, like when when Wayne Estes played or if he got to play with. Oh man, because I mean, you look at like Marvin Roberts and Nate Williams or guys. I've didn't Dale recruit uh, Jimmy Moore. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I swear, I don't even know. Because he was in here. Do you remember him telling the story about being recruited and oh, going to yeah. get some food? Oh, that's right. Wasn't that Dale Brown? I might have been Dale. I gotta, I gotta go get him back. We gotta find that. Uh, that was six, a fun interview, by the way. Yeah, that was a blast. Six eight nine one, good song choice. You're welcome. Six seven eight nine, Ajay, are you more of a sore loser or a sore winner? Do you think, if you had to pick, definitely a sore loser. It's definitely, like I'm a really good winner. I can shake your hand, look you straight in the eye, tell you good game, pat you on the butt, tell you, you know, go get him next time. If I lose. Dude, I, I've replaced three PlayStation 4 controllers in the last year and a <laughs> well, half. Well, how would you define a sore winner? A guy who brags. A, a sore winner is a BYU fan. We we don't call them sore winners. We call them BYU fans. <laughs> that, that's a sore winner. Okay. Uh, 2305. I think Alec Craig could tell you who recruited assistant Jimmy Boer. I'm not sure. Oh, he absolutely could. I, I have oh, full confidence. Oh, yeah, they yeah. would know that. And they probably know the story behind it and all. I'm sure they would. Uh, 6891, or Steeler fans. Do you know what we need to do? A Friday <laughs> Five Worst. Who are the worst fans in your sports? Like, in your mind, the five worst fan bases. And they can range from college to NFL. Dude, that to would be a Major good League one. Baseball or to Major the League NBA. Baseball. NBA has some bad ones. Um, There's a fair number of bandwagoners in the NBA. I would say the Jazz are one of those Jazz fans. You think Jazz fans are bad? They 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 whine a lot. Yeah. Uh, let's see six seven eight nine. Whining when you get six championships and not seven seems to qualify as a sort of winner <laughs> material. That's a good text. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's uh, good. Someone's stuff. been listening. Uh, by the way, want to thank Napa Auto Parts for sponsoring our Above the Noise, which is coming up soon. By uh, Dan Patrick. Go to one of the locally five owned Napa Auto Parts stores from Providence to Preston to get your car taken care of 
the way you want it to be done. Again, I want to thank Apple Auto Parts for being a part of the show. And again, sponsoring for Dan Patrick Above the Noise coming up next here on the Full Court Press. And this is Above the Noise. One of the many great things about Russell Wilson is his durability. He's never missed a start in his career. But last night, he injured his finger on his throwing hand and had to watch from the sidelines as the Seahawks fell to the Rams. Backup QB Geno Smith did a nice job. But Seattle couldn't rely on its formula of playing conservative and then letting Russ cook late. It was a tough night all around for Seattle. They left points on the board in the first half against a team that just has too many weapons to keep down for 60 minutes. We know Wilson wasn't happy with where the franchise was at the end of last season. They tried to make improvements, but they sure look like the same old Seahawks we've become used to. Wilson getting hurt is not what anyone expected. This used to be a defense-first team. Now Wilson is at the center of everything they do. Hopefully he'll be ready to go soon and give the Seahawks a chance to compete in a brutally competitive NFC West. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. And now we're to the Full Court Press. Welcome to the show. If you're just joining us today, hope you're enjoying your Friday evening. You're probably hopping in your car, getting ready for the long weekend. By the way, can I ask you guys, uh, text line's open for you, as always. Love having our listeners be a part of the show. It makes the show better. Uh, I got to ask our listeners, do you get Columbus Day off? Because I don't, and I, and it kind of bugs me. I, I want one day off, of, and I want it to be Columbus Day. Text in, uh, our line is 435-339-0321. Lines are open for you guys to text in. Love to hear from you. Do you get Columbus Day off? Just curious if you do. I'm trying to convince Eric that I should be able to get the day off, but he's not buying it at all. Uh, got a busy sh- hour here ahead of you. Uh, we've got Friday Five Best. Uh, our five best surprises so far of the Utah State football season. They can be good surprises or bad surprises. Your Friday five best surprises, and with along with that, Aggies are three and two. Before the season started, what did you have them this far into the season? What was your record for the Aggies this far into the season? You can text in at four three five three three nine zero three two one six eight nine one. Why is it a long weekend? Okay, so maybe nobody has the Columbus Day off. I thought Columbus Day would people would have off. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. I know, uh, does school have it off? I think schools have it off, right? So, yeah. Darn them. That's a bummer. Uh, Let's see here. 6860, no for Columbus Day here, but we do get Veterans Day in November starting this year. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm trying, because I think, I don't know if schools get Veterans Day off either, but I believe they do. I don't think we do here at the radio station. I think we still work on Veterans Day. Um... Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Cool beans. Uh, let's see here. We got some updates on baseball going on. As you already heard, the Astros wipe the White Sox in game two of their series. Final score nine to four. That game was tied up four. And in the seventh, the Astros went off and scored five. And again, they win it nine to four. They lead that series two nothing. They head to the Windy City to 
for the next two games. Uh, right now, my Braves are f- losing to the Brewers 2-0. Dude, I, I, I don't get it. Why do we suck so bad when it comes to like the playoffs? These Braves teams just can't hit during the playoffs. Ugh, playoffs? 2 nothing right now. Brewers lead it. They're in the top of the eighth. That game is on TBS. Uh, let's see. The evening games will feature probably the best ones. It'll be Red Sox and Rays. That is beginning actually right now as we speak. They're in the top of the first. And the Dodgers and Giants will cap it off. That game will be on TBS 737, give or take. Uh, I had... So we had a great conversation about Liddell Anderson. So forgive me. But my history of Liddell was not great. I, I, my, my knowledge of in history of Liddell Anderson was not great. So 2305 has been so kind to kind of give me, or and 6789 and a couple other people uh, was, was great in helping me understand who Lid, Liddell, Brown is, or Liddell Anderson is. Uh, and we talked about Dale Brown not getting the job after Liddell Anderson left. And 2305 says if... Uh, if Brown was the head coach when he had the chance, we would have needed to build an addition to the spectrum for all the awards and All-Americans that we would have had up at Utah State, no doubt. I don't think Liddell Anderson wanted to coach against Dale Brown, and he would have had to had to stay there, <laughs> and he would have had to have stayed there if he was a head coach. Uh, 6834. <laughs> Text hit a comic strip. Uh, still brooding, eh? Uh, we'll see. Is this is that, who, is that Iron Man? No, that I don't know what character that is. Maybe is that we. Oh, shut up, dude, Eric. Yeah, do you want? Welcome to the show, Eric. Hi. <laughs> That's Captain America and Iron Man. That's Iron Man. Where's his mask? He's wearing it. He's wearing his whole suit. That looks like a guy with a mohawk. That's a mask. Oh, okay. I kind of see it now. So Iron Man. <laughs> still brooding, eh? Maybe what you needed is a sub, some solid. Is that what I think it says? Uh, yes, don't read that. <laughs> uh, yeah, somebody has played with a uh, comic strip and added some extra words that I'm glad you stopped yourself. I need to read Iron Man. Pre read. Yes. yes. No, I'm not saying pre- I need to read the comic, man. I'm, uh, I'm quite confident that was never really in the original comic. Thanks, 6834. <laughs> Thank you, 6834. You made my day. 5662. Eric, I think we should have Columbus Day off. Okay? Some people do. And why don't we? Federal courts have the day off. I know. I'm asking, why don't we have Columbus Day off? So you can have the day after uh, Thanksgiving off. I don't need Black Friday off. I want to work Black Friday. I want to do a show on Black Friday. Well, we're going to be here on Friday anyways because New Mexico State and the Aggies well, are playing at 11 a.m. Some of us will be here. Uh, but schools, schools, they stay in session on Columbus Day, and instead they take that uh, that day after Thanksgiving off. Do we get Veterans Day off? No. Is there something wrong with this place? Why are we getting Veterans Day off? Most people don't get Veterans Day off. Some people do. 6860 does. 5662, I remember getting Columbus Day off for school back in the day. I don't think the schools get it off anymore. Not sure, though. I do not get Columbus Day off. Not sure many do. Okay. That's too bad. That makes me want to cry. Yep. Uh, 8968, Dale Brown was around when Wayne Estes played for the Aggies. Dale did recruit Jimmy Moore, Marv Roberts, and Nate Williams. After this, Aggie baseball went into the funk of so-so that lasted into Stu Morrill's years. They were not that good. Okay, so yeah, Dale did recruit Jimmy Moore. Weren't they good with Larry Eustace or not? They had some moments when they were. 
Yeah. Because huh. I, I don't remember the Larry Eustace years. There, um, I don't remember a lot of details about the Larry Eustace years either, but um, there were, uh, yeah, there were times when they were successful. 4086, I don't get Columbus for Veterans Day off. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, Eric's leaving. Eric's out of here. 5452, schools do not have Columbus Day off. Just another work day, AJ. That's a bummer. 2305, you only get Columbus Day off if you're Italian and you have to be able to prove it. Wait, wait, no. Okay. <laughs> 2305, Eric's not here, so I'm going to say this on air because Eric is not in the studio. I'm Indian. Come on. Like, I've read the history books. I saw um, Almost Heroes with Chris Farley and that other dude in it. We got booted out. I want to be able to, you know, have a chance to celebrate my ancestors. How do I not get that day off? This is common sense. Goodness gracious. For the Italians. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, all right. We got to get... <laughs> This show's going to get way out of whack here. I hope our boss isn't listening. Uh, let's go ahead and get to uh, some Aggie talk here. Again, 435-339-0321 to text it to the or Guild Mortgage text line. Appreciate Guild Mortgage being a part of the show. Friday Five Best. Where are the five best surprises, whether bad or good, of the Utah State football season so far? Uh, and what was your record five games in to the season? Before the season started, what was your record for the Aggies thus far into the season? Uh, let's see here. 4086. I sat through 1 and 28 season with Rod T. Rod Tiller went 1 and 28? No way. Uh,. Really? I, need, I don't remember that. I, need, I don't know. I need the media guy to media. Yeah, we do. Uh, speaking of coaches, that's why I stepped out. Got a call from our uh, Aggie historian, our resident Aggie historian, Craig Hislop. Oh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Dale Brown, some, in, uh, some background there. Liddell Anderson was a head coach, and as he was leaving uh, to coach the Utah Stars – wasn't his job to hire the next coach, but his opinion carried a lot of weight, and he didn't really give a recommendation to either uh, Dutch Belknap or Del Brown. That's too bad. Uh, it was the athletic director, um, Bus Williams, who made that call. <laughs> Craig added some additional flavor to that. I guess that this Bus Williams owed a favor, reportedly, to the AD at the University of Kentucky. Because um, they'd scheduled the Aggies, so the report is that he hired a recruiting assistant from the University of Kentucky, T.L. Uh, Plain. Oh, jeez. So Dutch stayed on as an assistant. Dale goes to LSU and gets shot. Dale leaves to go to be an assistant for one year at Washington State, then ultimately hired at LSU, and was the second winningest coached in the SEC behind Adolf Rupp. So, yeah, long storied, very successful career that uh, could have been had here at Utah State. Uh, Liddell Anderson was the head coach when Estes was recruited from Anaconda, Montana. So, okay, that's good. <gasps> Thank you, Craig. Uh, 2305, Colin's sick on Columbus Day, and, I'll, and Eric, I'll give it to you off. Yes. 
Okay, Eric, I'm sick on Monday. Uh, five four five two. <laughs> Home run, Jock Peterson. Are you serious? Yes, it's two one going to the bottom of the. Yes. All right. Believe. Game's Whoa. not over. Can I get the brave chop? Uh, no. Why? No. It's not even meeting you. Come on, Eric. I uh, also got this text. Uh, it's because of unique circumstances that Anderson ended up at Estes's house in the first place with assistant coach Nog Hansen, who had coached high school ball in Montana, told Anderson that Estes would make a heck of a recruit for Utah State's track team. What? How about that? Dude, I need these stories. I need... Yeah, this is good. I need the stories. Walk down memory lane. Oh, man. I got to hear those stories. I need... We got to get Coach Dale Brown on the phone, phone him up. Hey, Coach, story time. He'd do it. By oh. the way, I talked to Craig the other day about Hall of Fame Yeah. stuff, and he said there's a committee of about 10, 12 people mm-hmm. who uh, discuss these things. And I threw out a couple of different people, and would this guy or this person end up in the Hall of Fame? And uh, he had to think about it for a while. But one person that we discussed – Probably will be very, very, very soon. Did we by chance have that person on the phone? I cannot confirm nor deny. Got it. <laughs> there's a there's a Ty Wesley answer for you. Two three oh five. Uh let Craig know we're happy he has a good memory. Amen to that. Yeah. Hislip. Deep institutional knowledge. Dude, I love Hislip. I love that guy. That's good. So wait, time out. So Craig went to or he went to the Hall of Fame? No, Craig Hislop? Yeah. He's on the Hall of Fame committee. He is? Yeah. Has been for a long time. Really? Which makes sense. I mean, few guys better to have on that than Craig Hislop and Al Lewis. Al Lewis, and Al Lewis is not in the USU Athletics Hall of Fame, right? Uh, Probably. No. Can't be? Okay. I don't know if he can't or will. I don't, I don't know which one of that is. Come on, Hislop, give him a good word. I mean, they they've... There are some people in there who had nothing to do who didn't well, I should say clarify that. They have some people in there who didn't really play or coach. One of those is Stan Albrecht. Oh yeah. Uh Jim Lobb is in there. Yeah, he should be in there. Um <laughs> Jim Lobb There's a guy who uh gosh, now I can't think of his name. Big Nike executive. He did play here, but he was not like Not Phil Knight, right? Not no, not him. <laughs> but so there there are a few who are in there who didn't weren't really known for their accomplishments as athletes or as coaches. See, that's another thing. I need to know the process of how this works, of like how the Hall of Fame works. Like, the, like because there no like, like the after question, how many years? Yeah, how you're done? How, like, why the fetch is Gary Wilkinson or Ty Wesley not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, why isn't Donald Penn's in the Hall of Fame now? He is now, yeah, yeah. Anthony Cavill's in there, right? I'm sure. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm trying to think. Would there be any football players besides Kevin Robinson, Donald Penn? I'm sure. Chris, uh, Chris Bob, Cooley. Yeah, Chris Cooley will be, yeah, is in there. Uh, like Bobby Kevin Curtis. Bob, Bobby Wagner will be unanimous. He vote. will be. Do you think the Vigil Brothers will make it? Or Rob, good question. Or Robert Turbin? Uh, another good question. I wonder if they'll get a... Because, I mean, they, they did a lot for this program. Part of that Gary Anderson trend in that first year... Uh, there was a text about uh, Rod Tuller. Yeah. Uh, Rod Tuller once had a 4-23 and record. Oh. 
1570. JC Carroll is not in the Hall of Fame. That is not Utah State's blame. He will be there. I would in very much imagine. Due time. If you're listening about 20 seconds ago, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he'll be automatic. Don't hey, worry about that. What do you think it'll of happen? Samara will be there. Uh Namish Keta will be in there. Um That's probably it for basketball as of right now. I mean that trying to think Jalen Moore, would he make it? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Hey, what's can I ask? I mean, Ty Wesley was an All American honorable mention. Can I ask? And and maybe we don't have the answers yet, and we probably never will. How come Stu Morrow is not in yet? He is. Stu Morrow's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I thought he just recently got put in. Oh, dude, if he's in the Hall of Fame, and I'm oh man, I'm gonna be angry at myself that I didn't know that. Or at least I I'd pay money to go to that ceremony. <laughs> I'm serious. I I'd pay money to go see Stu. Uh, let's yeah, see he was inducted in 2017. Oh, I missed it. Uh, let's see here, 2305. Let's put Dale Brown in there. Let's adopt him. I'm in. <laughs> uh, 8003. Ooh, good one. What about Tony Brown? Is he in there? I think Tony's in there, isn't he? I can't remember. I don't think he is. No, he's not. Tony Brown's not in the Hall of Fame. No. We've got issues. How Tony is Tony Brown. Brown not in? Oh, hang on. He is. Okay. Sorry, my search is say. not working right here. Uh, yeah, he is. He got put in in uh, 2018. 7994. Gary oh, Charlie Wil- Denson was the name I was trying to think of. 7994. Gary Wilkinson couldn't go left. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> That's a little harsh, do you think? Uh, come on. He was still a very impactful player. Uh, 9936. Ajay, do you think the best six men in Utah State basketball history deserves to be in the Utah Sports Hall of Fame? The would best that, sixth man? Would that be Diogo Brito? Uh, eight nine nine. Probably, if you're a sixth man, you're probably not getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, did oh man, I, I, well, I, I want to make sure I'm talking about Diogo Brito though. I don't know nine nine three six. If you're talking about Diogo Brito, yes, absolutely. No. Great player, great did player. good things. Sure did. But I don't. If you're putting Diogo Brito in, you put Jalen Moore in. I mean. Jalen Moore was a big, was a big. Um, where do you cut it off? Jalen Moore was probably the reason why Utah State basketball stayed up afloat during some "quote unquote" down years. Like he was the only reason why I feel like Jalen Moore kept that team afloat during like the final three years of Stu Morrill's time there. I don't disagree with that. I, I'm not saying Jalen Moore was a bad player. Uh, let's see here. Now, six, eight, nine, one. Do you think Jordan Love will get in? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I think he probably will. Um, I mean, set, one of the highest he draft set picks. records in Utah State football too. Well, by yeah, the way, had a tremendous career for well two seasons for sure. Yeah, I, I've got Jordan Love in. <laughs> no question. I, got I think he likely would. Six, eight, three, four. Sorry, this was not meant for you. This guy's. This is an actual comic book panel from the sixties. It is not photoshopped. Oh. Oh, well, I felt like it fit kind of into our conversation, so I took it for a meant for us. Okay, then. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, it's all right. No worries, 6834. That's, that's frightening that that was an actual <laughs> picture and what Whatever, it says. dude. Have you read The Killing Joker? Like, dude, you have no idea. Comic books back then, 
Whew. No boundaries. Uh, 8968. The Aggies did have a good he- year here. And they're... But not as a... I'm not sure what that says. And uh, uh, as rule... As a rule, the Aggies are best known for dropping the opening game of a conference tournament. Well, Aggies did have a good year here and there. Oh, but okay. But not as a rule. Okay. As a rule, Aggies are best known for dropping the opening game of a conference tournament. Which is true. That is That was true. The conference tournament? Yeah, dude. Don't you remember when they were ranked and they lost to Cal State Northridge after having a bye? Yeah. And Cal State Northridge ended up beating that ranked Aggies team? Yeah, that was yeah, bad. Yeah, that was bad. Two three oh five. Does anybody know where Don Verlin is coaching basketball? I don't. He was at Idaho, isn't he? I know he was up in Idaho for a while, and he kind of got in trouble. He did. Yeah. Um. Boy, I don't know where he is. Oh man, Don was. Hey, wasn't that the one? Was it him or Randy Ray that uh, Coach Stu Morrow was so close to him and get emotional when Al and Stu would do pregame interviews? I think it's close to both of them. Because I know he would always get emotional when him and Al would talk about when him and when Coach Morrill and I would talk about uh, probably both of them. He loved Don. Uh, let's see, 8003. What about Spencer Nilton? Is he in the Utah State? Uh, yes. Spencer Nilton was in there, I want to say six years ago he made it. Spencer Nelson, 2015. Yep, six years ago he was in there. Uh, right. Don Verlin in 2020 was issued uh, from the NCAA, got issued a one-year show cause penalty. And Idaho men's basketball was put on two years of probation. Oh, jeez. Well, for what? Uh, he promoted an undergraduate student manager who hadn't completed his degree to director of basketball operations and allowed this newly promoted director to uh, coach during games. Yeah, that's a problem. Shoot. Uh, 8920. The fro alone should be enough to get Jalen into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Dude, that hair, man, was saucy. <laughs> hey, who was it? It was him and uh, Sean Harris, right? Oh, yeah, the all-hair team. Like, they ended up being on, like, on ESPN or something because of their hairdos. Uh, speaking of Aggie historians, Al Lewis just uh, gave us oh, an update. Al. Don Verlin is doing business in California now after he left University of Idaho. Okay. Hey, so while Al and Craig are still listening, Al, if you could help us out here. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I need help. So, Wayne Estes did not play with Marv Roberts or Nate Williams. Or, uh, he didn't play with any of those guys. Dude, could you, could you imagine if Nate Williams, Marv Roberts, and Estes were on the same basketball team? Oh. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, let's see, 8003. I also feel Wild Bill should be in. <laughs> I, dude, he, yeah. Those those were very special times for Utah State basketball. Yeah. I mean, the product on the court was fun. Incredible. It was fantastic, winning games, and then the crowd was next level. I mean, oh yeah, there were people who were lining up to just be a part of the crowd, and what, what happened on the court was just a, a byproduct, <laughs> an extra benefit. I mean, those were those were special years in the spectrum, no question. Hey, can I ask you? Uh do you think we'll be able to retain that with the loss of Craig Smith? I feel like uh, I feel like Craig was able to bring that back and up it to another level, at least back to somewhat of a small degree of what it used to be in 07, 08, 09, 2010. Um, I, sure, it's possible. I hope. Yeah, because it uh, made it, it fun again, man. 
Yeah, it, I mean, the, the student Sam. section's still there. Like the history is still there. Uh, it's will the games be fun and uh, will the team have success on the court? I think that's the biggest concern for Ryan Odom, and I think he can do that. And I think it'll be a fun, and exciting brand of basketball that he's trying to produce. So, I I have confidence that will continue, if not uh, get better. A zero zero three. Wild Bill worked as hard as any player, and who is this Craig Smith you speak of? Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, I, I, actually, I think I asked you this already. Do you think Craig Smith would ever make the Utah State Sports Hall of Fame? Well, that's a good question, too. I mean, three straight Mount West Conference, conference titles and trips to the NCAA tournament. Back to back to back. I mean, guy guy could coach. He recruited Nami Ashketa. Um, he, yeah, it's hard, man. In fact, 9463 does ask that question Does Craig Smith warrant a USU Hall of Fame spot? In my opinion, yes. And I think a lot of people's opinions, no. Well, and it's hard to separate, like the feeling of betrayal <laughs> from him leaving. I get it, but not looking at an objective scope of what he accomplished in his time but at is Utah Le- State. But is Liddell Anderson in the Utah State Sports Hall of Fame? because uh, if you. he is, then my goodness, we should probably put well. I'll, Yes, he is. 8003, Craig Smith Hall of Fame. Blasphemous. Liddell Anderson, inducted to the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame in 1994. Okay, so then let me ask you two more. Gary Anderson? The thing about Liddell is he was he spent a lot of time at Utah State, had a lot of success. He was also the athletics director. So he was there for a long time. Gary Anderson? Has to be. Dude, he resurrected a he football totally program the culture. that he was at the considered. very bottom. I mean, if there is anything below the bottom, he was below it. And he went to more bowl games than a lot of Aggie And he football won coaches. a bowl game, too. I mean, it was huge. Gary Anderson is definitely in there, in my opinion. Uh, Matt Wells. Yes. Really? Look, as a quarterback, as a quarterback's coach, as an offensive coordinator, and as a head coach, he had a lot of success at Utah State. Did he? It's going to go down uh, one of the most successful coaches in USU football history, certainly in the modern era. Six years spent here. Yeah, one of the longest tenured coaches. Went to a couple bowl games. Coaches don't stay at Utah State longer than six, seven years at most. Yeah. We went through this. The average time for a USU football coach is like four years. You take out those early years when Coach Romney was here for forever. Outside of that, the average lifespan of a coach, football coach at USU, three to five years. 8920. Can they put Gary Anderson 1.0 as a Hall of Fame inductee, <laughs> not Gary 2.0? <laughs> 5662. Spectrum Magic was here long before Craig. Although he did help bring it back, the product on the court correlates directly to butts in the seats. Just look at the Duryea years. I totally I agree, agree. And that's why I think Great that Ryan Odom can still keep it going. Great thought by 5662. Yep. Well said. 9463. Matt Wells. Uh. <laughs> Suckled off of Josh Heupel's offensive schemes, he doesn't no. deserve a Hall of Fame. Spot. Really? I mean, Heupel was here one year. They butted heads. They had uh, Matt Wells had offensive schemes going before Josh and after Josh. So I don't know. I just I can't agree with that. Eight zero zero three. Gary Anderson, yes. Matt Wells, yes. Craig Smith, no. I need a reason, and and maybe people can help me because I I love Craig. Will you please tell me, if you disagree, why you would not put Craig Smith in? And, right, and you have to separate 
leaving yeah, Utah State leave the abruptly Utah and stuff going to out Utah. of it. Just tell me if you can separate that. Honestly, tell me a direct reason why he should not be in the Utah Sports Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame. Tell me why. Give me a good reason why without giving me the whole he left to Utah. If you can emotionally separate that, I know that's really hard to do. It, yes, it, right now it is absolutely. Uh, eight zero zero three because he lied. No, he didn't. So that. Well, okay. I mean, look, every coach lies. <laughs> every coach lies. They are the worst liars of the bunch. T- t- tell me a coach that hasn't gone through something like that. An opportunity to move up to a bigger program, a Power 5 school. What, what coach hasn't done that? We've gone through this. There are very, very, very few cases where we feel like a coach handled that right. Uh, A003 said he wasn't going, then he left. It's just, it's a hard thing to do with the, with the job. You know, someone told me something really good and I'll leave him nameless, but he said, when you get opportunities, like big opportunities, it's hard to look at those and remember what you already have because you see why, I mean, the facilities at Utah are incredible. The money that Utah offered him was off the charts. Just like, let me put it this way. What they offered Johnny Bryan of the Knicks and what they offered uh, Alex Jensen of the Utah Jazz, both head associate coaches now, was incredible. And then they took some of that money and they said, you know what, Coach Smith, come be a part of here. Look, I, I, I don't think that people would disagree with the reasons to move up in a classification for yeah. pay and Power five, prestige uh, yeah. and... Look, it's better exposure, better recruiting opportunities. I don't think anybody would disagree with the opportunity to, to, that he took. It's how it happened. Like earlier in the week, making multiple claims to the media and even to his own athletic director, I'm not going anywhere. And then less than 24 hours, say, uh, I need a moving truck. Yeah. I need to clean out my office because I'm going somewhere else. Yes, that's that's unprofessional and that's not classy. But divorce yourself from how it happened and look at objectively what he accomplished. His time at Utah, at Utah State. 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 That's what needs to be focused on. John Russell text in, I don't think Craig should be in because he operated with Sam and Keta only. It would have been good to see what he could have done without them. That's a sign of a good coach. I'm going to correct you. Justin Bean became what he is because of Craig Smith. Abel Porter became what he is because of Craig Smith. That guy had a huge hand in those guys developing his players because Bean and Abel were not seeing a lick of the court before then. Diogo Burrito came off the bench, Eric, and was able to do what he did coming off the bench as productive as he was. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, that's a great... He was absolutely productive. And uh, and Craig got a lot out of his guys. Yeah. Oh, a ton. Uh, let's see. 9463 saying, Gary or Craig doesn't deserve a spot in the Hall of Fame because they misled fans about their intentions is the equivalent of a Miami Dolphins fan saying Nick Saban doesn't deserve a Hall of Fame spot because he lied to us. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot Nick Saban was in Miami. 9936. Yeah. Audrey, would you accept an offer from KSL Radio to cover BYU Athletics and double your current salary? You know, right now I'm really just focused on uh, working with Cash Valley Media Group. And, uh, you know, I would never, ever leave. Never, ever, ever leave. Uh, I love it here. <laughs> Is that how they do it? It's with your fingers crossed. <laughs> behind your back. Hey! <laughs> hey! 
Uh, no, it's a fair question. Absolutely. I mean, if 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 anybody with their job had an opportunity to go and double or triple your salary at a bigger institution with more notoriety, look, well, the vast majority of people would do that. Absolutely. Would everybody do that? No. Now, there's some people who would say, "Look, I'm okay. I'm satisfied with where I'm at." There are other things to be considered than just pay. Uh, yeah. But the vast majority of people, given the opportunity, would take it. Uh, In your job, you would take that. Okay, fine. 9936. Would I accept the offer for the double salary? Absolutely. I definitely would. But I'd rather do it as a janitor cleaning toilets than have to cover BYU athletics. If I'm being honest with you. I love you Aggie fans too much to go be a part of that arrogant fan base. I love the... I, seriously, I that would be so hard to leave to leave that just because I don't want to be around that fan base. I love the Aggie fan base. I, I adore them. It's great. They're awesome. I'm only part of BYU fans ever. Uh, 8968. Liddell Anderson left as an athletic director at Utah State where he was beating his head coach or beating his head against the wall just to get an athletic budget to work with. Oh. That's a fair point. Ooh. 6891. Don't forget more money means more problems. A.K.A. Michael Scott. <laughs> uh, we, Can uh, be true. We are Can way overdue true. for a break, so we got to get to one. We'll get to our Friday Five Best when we come back. Again, five big bi- or five best surprises, whether good or bad, so far in the Aggie season. Text in your surprises. Love to hear from you. What were your expectations of the Aggies before the season, and where do your expectations stand now of the football Aggies? It's the, it's the full court press on 106.9 The Fan. With fuel prices soaring, did you know you can save money just by keeping your car in shape? Hi, this is Scott from Discount Tire. And this is Josh at Discount Tire in Providence, and we would like to help you save a little money at the gas pump. National studies have shown you can increase your fuel savings by 6% just by keeping your tires properly inflated. And by another 10% by changing your air filter. That's 16% in fuel savings with hardly any effort at all. And we'll make it even easier for you. That's right, Josh. Just bring in your vehicle into Discount Tire in Logan or Providence, and we will adjust the tire pressure and check the air filter for free. No charge to help you save up to 16% at the gas pump. And be sure to ask us about other ways to increase your gas mileage and save money at the gas pump. And ask about our bottom line sell prices on our energy efficient Michelin tires. That's a discount tire, 885 North Main in Logan. And 110 South Highway 165 in Providence. Discount Discount Tire, where where our people people make the difference. Discount Tire, so much more than a tire store. This is Liz Littell, mortgage lender at Bank of Utah. I personally wanted to thank you for voting us Northern Utah's best bank. If you're in the market for a new home or want to take advantage of today's low rates with a refinance, come visit us at our Logan and Providence locations to experience that best in-state service. And while you're there, you can purchase tickets to the Parade of Homes happening September 30th through August 2nd and October 7th through the 9th. We hope to see you soon. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 422914. If you're in charge of hiring a company for commercial janitorial services for your building, call American Maintenance. For reliable cleaning of your business, American Maintenance is your simple solution. Curb-to-curb services, American Maintenance has you covered. For commercial janitorial services, American Maintenance. Call 512-0014. That's 512-0014. 
This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek's. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Amaje South, welcome back to the Full Court Press. 5.36 your time, getting ready for the freaking weekend. Coming up, hope you guys have some good plans ahead. A lot of great college football coming up. We'll get to that here in just a few minutes. Uh, texts are still coming through. These are awesome, by the way. Uh, by the way, 6834. Dude, this is this is great. Okay, so I just found out this is Photoshopped. I was told it was real, but it's not. I feel like an idiot. Dude, this is so good. Oh. A text that wasn't originally meant for Yo, us. Oh, keep it coming, man. Uh, I'm, I'm encouraged to hear that it was... Uh, not the real deal. I was getting very nervous about what comics were like <laughs> in the 60s. Uh, let's see here. 8968. There are not that many Stu Morals around that just want to stay put. Yes, that's very or true. Or Chris Peterson's, for that matter. Yeah. And even he didn't stay put. Nope, he didn't. He two, still left. 2305. Before the season, I thought we would be 1-4 and four at this time being 3-2. and two, Makes it a successful first five games. However, I'm disappointed we were, or because we were 3-0. and oh. That's right. I mean, you were three and zero. Yeah, I've lost two straight. But you lost two straight to two good football. Two very good football so, teams. So I mean, you, you take it as it is. Who historically have been tough for the Aggies to beat? Six eight nine one. I thought the Aggies would be two and three and finish six and six, but I think seven and five and another good song choice. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm I'm good at that stuff. I'll admit, I thought that uh, I was hopeful for two and three, but I said one and four is probably more likely. So I'm happy to admit that I was wrong. Uh, I thought the Aggies would finish at six and six. I think it's very doable that the Aggies finish no less than seven and five. Eight and four is still a possibility. I remember somebody told me early in the year that the Aggies would finish eight and four, and I thought, oh, come on, that's a really optimistic fan right there. But uh, gosh, it's absolutely possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Eric, let's get to our uh, Friday Five best here. We're running out of time with a lot of topics still to cut through. Uh, before the end of the show. By the way, 5662 text in. Emotions aside, which it still hurts, the way he left, Craig probably deserves it. Three Mountain West Conference Championship game appearances in all of his three years. Two championship wins. Took a bottom-dwelling Derrier team to the top of the conference. He did have two NBA players in Sam and Keta, but he did have success with other players that looked dead in the water. Craig won 75% of his games. It's true. That's hard to argue with. It's great it's resume tremendous right Tremendous success. Well done, 5662. Well yep. said. Good point. All right, uh, Eric, Friday Five Best in football. Again, your five biggest surprises going into the, uh, or at least five games into the season. Let's start with number five. We're going to do our fancy oh. stuff. I Dude, mean, we got well, to produce for a reason. Well, Eric, we kind of ran out of time here, but. Here now is my favorite story of the week. The Friday Five Best on the Full Court Press. Long weekend, baby. Yes, our five biggest surprises, the five best surprises, or just maybe biggest surprises because they could be bad. 
Uh, but number five for me, mine are all positive, by the way. Oh, good for you. Number five for me, Calvin Tyler Jr. Look, I had no idea who was going to be the running back for Utah State at the start of the season. Even after watching the scrimmages and, and the practices and talking to the coaches, I had no idea if there was going to be a main starting running back. Calvin Tyler has been a great surprise. 417 rushing yards so far, four trips to the end zone. He has been a big surprise. And I hope he, this week off is really good for him to get healthy. He did not look healthy uh, against BYU. A uh, really bad uh, outing for him. Not necessarily his fault, but uh, looking forward to how he finishes out the year. Number five for me is also a positive, and that's Brandon Bolton. I had no idea. like The way he's able to he- help with the deep thread of the ball by being able to get deep and create separation and make plays has helped Devin Tompkins be able to create on his own and give him a little bit more space with not so much pressure on him. I think Brandon Bowling's been so phenomenal, Eric. All right, number four, aggressive play calling on third and fourth downs. This is a coaching staff that's willing to roll the dice to show confidence in their players to say, we can still get this. I believe in you guys. Let's keep this thing going. Uh, I didn't know that about Blake Anderson before. Uh, didn't suspect that he would have that in his first year, showing that level of confidence in his playmakers and his uh, offensive unit. So uh, hold on to that thought. Number four for me is Calvin Tyler Jr. I like when you said like a five deep chart in running backs, and and coach keeps telling you we haven't had anybody stand out time after time after time. You're like, so we don't have a running game. We don't have a running game to base this offense off of, and you want to go fast pace. This isn't going to help. In comes Calvin Tyler Jr. I swear, like, Blake lied to us. Speaking of lying, <laughs> Blake lied to us. He knew he knew Calvin was going to be something special. Guy's turned into an absolute gem. He had that big run against Air Force. He's the way he's able to accelerate, cut, find gaps, get to there quickly. Like, Calvin Tyler has been so impressive, and I, I feel like he won that Air Force game for us. I thought he was great. Yes, no, I totally agree. Number three on my list of five biggest surprises of the Utah State football season so far – Justin Rice. Look, I knew this guy was a player in Fresno State. Didn't look like he had much of an impact at Arkansas State. Knew that he had that potential to be a good player, but to see the impact he's had already in this young season, 47 tackles, three interceptions from a linebacker who is certainly in the running to be the defensive player of the year in the Mountain West Conference. Justin Rice has been phenomenal, fun to watch, huge uh, playmaker, Always seems to be directing the defense in the right way. Uh, Big-time player for Utah State on the defensive side. Justin Rice, number three on my list. Uh, let's see here. Number three for me is going to be the aggressive play calling, like you said. like Just like fourth and three, and you throw a shovel pass to Terrell on your own side of the field. A shovel pass. The fake punt. Some of them gone good. Some have definitely gone bad. Uh, but like the willingness to have confidence in your offense to get the job done and trust your kids to go out there and make a play for you is has been really, really refreshing to see because too many times, fourth and one at midfield, I saw us punt it, and it bothered me to no end. And so to see a, a guy actually have trust in his players to go out there and make a play for him and then prove him right has been really great. Number two on my list of biggest surprises, the offensive line play. Look, that was the unit that we had the biggest questions about coming into the season, uh, uncertainty about uh, who was going to be at what positions, what kind of depth they would have, how effective they would be. They've exceeded my expectations. Sure, They've answered those questions. They've been able to be a big part of Calvin Tyler Jr. having success in the running game. 
They've had pretty good protection. Utah State is uh, one of the best teams in protecting their quarterback from getting sacked. So that offensive line play has been a huge surprise for me and uh, how well they've been and how effective they've been through these five games. Now, I know it was tough against BYU. They didn't get a lot going there. But uh, when you look at the overall scheme and how the, the season has gone on so far, that's the number two surprise for me so far. I like it, man. Uh, number two for me, Aggies at three and two. Now, look, I was optimistic of the Aggies more so than you were. Um, I believe that this team could actually compete and go out there and win a few games. I didn't like three and two though, and really that Boise State game, well, you should be four and one if it's you true. execute well enough. If you fifty percent execute in that game, you beat Boise State. I mean, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, I mean, even many, half the time, too many mistakes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just even like. Half of your execution gets flipped right side up. You win that ball game against Boise State, so you should be four and one. But Eric, Washington State, a win. Air Force, a win. Both of those games were double-digit comebacks. Uh, on the road. Quarter, on the road. Just so impressive. And so to be three and two right now has really, really impressed me. That's my number two. Number one for me is getting a victory at a Power Five school, something that hasn't been done in generations. I mean. Decades, almost 50 years since that's happened. Uh, didn't suspect that. Uh, Utah State and how it happened, too. Like We didn't even know who the quarterback was going to be. Every yeah. series, it was somebody different. Yep. And to still pull out a victory despite uh, alternating series with quarterbacks is amazing. That The Aggies were able to do that. That was the number one surprise for me so far of this season is winning at a Pac-12 opponent, even still not knowing who your quarterback was going to be. And still finding a way to get the win. Number one for me is Justin Rice. Like I'd heard about the kid. I'd heard how good he was going to be. Dude, he flipped that Air Force game for us. Honestly, he did. And I and I feel like he flipped the Washington State game in our favor, too. The kid is so impressive. And give BYU credit. They were able to find a way to somewhat contain him from being able to be that big playmaker. But, I mean, there, there's just so many plays. Even the Boise State game, he was dialed in. Uh, I think he had a double-digit game in tackles against Boise State. I got, The kid's been phenomenal. Justin Rice, for me, has been my number one surprise because I, I honestly didn't believe the hype. None. Zip. Uh, I had a few texts uh, and uh, tweets. Actually, I threw this out on Twitter earlier today. I got a few responses on the, the social media. Uh, just an unbiased fan tweeted, O-line, for the most part, they've been fantastic. Wasn't expecting that. Logan Jones replied, Tompkins, three come-from-behind wins. Peasley specifically performing under pressure on the road in a shootout. New staff philosophically inclined to go for it on fourth. Justin Rice somehow better than advertised. Uh, Sarcastic Simpleton replied, wide receiver core has been great, specifically Tompkins and bowling. Quarterbacks have made some big plays. Tyler Jr. has been solid at running back. Justin Rice could be mistaken for Nick Vigil. Great instinct. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's a Vigil, like long-lost twin, I swear. Uh, D-Train replying, saying, finally getting a road P5 win. Oh, yeah. Wait, D-Train? Is that like... D underscore train 182. Okay, because D-Train was also, it's the Twitter account of uh, Darwin Thompson. I was like, yeah, hey. it wasn't Darwin Thompson. <laughs> uh, a couple of texts came in, 5879 says, biggest surprise, that prediction was mine, or that prediction 
was mine. Look back in the on the March text. It was the juice and the verve. Anderson 2.0 brought it. Yes. <laughs> okay. The juice and the verve. A vampire sucking your blood. That's great. 2305. Is Sam and Keta actually going to get playing time this year, in your opinion? Yes. And yes. I don't know how much, but they play. Uh, who gets more playing time? Sam. Sam. Yeah. I think Nimi. Okay. I think Nimi might get more playing time. Yeah. I Man. Like the way the Memphis Grizzlies, the way the Memphis Grizzlies play basketball tells me Sam. Yeah, but they've been making a lot of interesting roster moves. That there's a lot of guys at his at Sam's position, and I don't know if he edges any of them out. Yeah. Only one way to find out. You let the basketball season play itself out. We're gonna take a break. Coming back, we're gonna look at the college football, NFL, and uh, high school football weekend here coming up. It's the full court press on 106.9 The Fan. SE Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At match quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing, so you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Fall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. Hi, this is Brent Wallace with Cash Valley Bank. We love supporting local events like the Cash Valley Parade of Homes happening September 30th through October 9th. As you tour these beautiful homes, we invite you to visit our recently renovated Cash Valley Bank branches. Show your parade ticket and receive a complimentary sampler box of Bluebird chocolates. Visit one of our seven locations from Smithfield to Hiram, including our mortgage office. Stop by during the Parade of Homes, meet our staff, and pick up your free chocolates. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. 100 years. Al Sporting Goods is celebrating their 100-year anniversary. Buy a 32-ounce Hydro Flask and get a 32-ounce Al Special Edition for free. Stan Socks, buy one, get one at 50% off. Camelback Hog Hydration Packs, $39. Regular price, $160. You save 75%. Save nearly 50% on a Camp Chef SE Pellet Grill, only $349. Al Sporting Goods 100-year anniversary celebration. Every sport every season. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical, we bring Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here. It's 106.9 The Fan. we got five minutes left. we got a lot to get through, so let's do it right now. 
Uh, Game went final in Major League Baseball playoffs. Okay, and so the Red Sox and the uh, Rays play tonight. Dodgers Giants. Let's talk football. Brewers right? beat the Braves two to one. That was the game that went final. Yep. Folks need to know if it went final. The folks what? are at home watching the dang game. It's in the bottom of the second now. The Rays lead the Red Sox five to two. Oh jeez! Holy cow! <laughs> oh man! Well, that, that series might be a sweep already in the second. Holy! Seven runs scored. Holy crap! I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, Eric, quickly, let's get through uh, any college football games that stand out to you that look juicy. Yes or no? Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, you got the Red River rivalry, which yep. is always fun. College game days. Number six, there. Oklahoma. Number twenty-one, Texas. Uh, two teams coming off bad losses: Arkansas, Ole Miss, thirteen, seventeen ranks, respectively. That's in uh, that's in Oxford, Mississippi. That'll be on ESPN. Saucy. Red River rivalry will be on ABC. The kickoff at the same time. Yep. Uh, Georgia and Auburn. Ah, yes. CBS 130. Um, Georgia favored by 15. This is going to be a blowout. Uh, the way Georgia's playing right now, I think I take Georgia and the points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then, Penn State, uh, Iowa. Yeah, of course. Top, Two o'clock on top Fox. Top five matchup. Um, a couple Mountain West Conference games, Eric, that are going to be good uh, this Saturday. Uh, well, well, I guess Mountain West Conference teams. Involved in, in games. games. Well, certainly the Boise State and BYU game is of interest to a lot of folks around here. That's one thirty on ABC. A couple of games that will be interesting, San Jose and Colorado State. Ah, uh, yeah. Rams favored by three uh, in this one. That's games in Fort, Collins, in Fort Collins on FS1. Wyoming and Air Force could be really interesting. That's on CBS Sports Network. Air Force favored by five. Mm. Wyoming hasn't lost a game. Air Force, their only loss was to Utah State. That'll be a good one. Uh, let's go ahead and get to some high school football talk really quickly as we wrap up uh, today's show. Uh, we're in the last week of region play, Eric. Yeah, there. and really there's two games that really stand out to me. Bear River and Mountain Crest have not been able to get a win in in region play. Mountain Crest did get one victory earlier in the year. Bear River has struggled to get a victory. They've come close. Something's got to give. Somebody's going to come home with the win. Uh, so that's that's a big game for those two programs for, unfortunately, the wrong reasons, but still that makes for an emotional game tonight in Garland. The other big game to watch, this is for second place in region play. Skyview hosting Green Canyon. They're close geographically, but they're also close in the in the rankings and in the standings. Big one will be here on the fan and 100.9 Light FM. Uh, and then the last game, too, uh, uh, Logan is hosting Ridgeline. That'll be over on KVNU and on 104.5 The Ranch. Look, that should be a closer game, but Logan has really struggled their last two. I'm a little surprised how good Logan started the year, but their last two games, they've just been blown out. So not really sure what's happening with Logan. Hopefully uh, this is a a closer game than what uh, seems to indicate that it could be. Here's the lineup for tonight. Bear River will take on Mountain Crest. You can hear the game on two different stations. Bear River will be uh, by Rod Sundle, Tommy Nilton. That will be on, oh no. 104.9 The Ranch in Box Elder County. Thank you. There it is. Uh, Skyview, oh, and then uh, Mountain Crest, uh, excuse me, will be on 107.7 KLZX. AJ Knight, John Olson on the call there. Skyview and Green Canyon, uh, that will be on both stations, but John Newbold and right, or Rex Davis will be on the call. That will be on this station, 106.9, 1390 AM The Fan, and also on 100... No, yeah, yeah 100.9 FM. Yep. And then Logan and Ridgeline will be uh, you're on 610 KVNU, 
Al Lewis and Josh Anderson on the call. Uh, what's that? 610, 102 FM, and then 104.5 The Ranch. That's right. Did I get it all? And all those games will be video streamed on Cash Valley Daily. You can watch those games on, as they unfold. And when the games are over, we'll have them archived so you can go back and watch yeah. them and again. And then, again, great photos, recaps on CashValleyDaily.com. Oh, we've had some great photos Don't, from some of the volleyball yeah. games and soccer games. Don't get They'll out of there, there without looking at the recaps on CashValleyDaily.com. Great work by your photographers and, and all those who are pitching in. The, the broadcasts have been a blast as well. Really, really fun. Don't forget, fall break games will be next Wednesday. Three teams are in action, I believe, Eric. Is that right? Yes. So the Bear River game got canceled for those paying attention. Uh, Skyview plays, Ridgeline plays, and Mountain Crest That plays. is correct. Yep. Uh, and then in the NFL... Um, I don't care anymore. I don't know. I, I give up. I mean... I don't want to. Bills and Chiefs, probably the game to really watch. Whoopee. That's Sunday that's night on NBC. That's what you're getting. That's the For me, that's the headline game of the whole weekend for the NFL. That's good. You know, it just... My weekend was ruined of football for at least a couple weeks. I just need a break from the TV. But you can watch baseball, right? Your Braves. Oh, they lost today. Sorry. Sorry, I had to bring that up again. Shut up. Just to remind uh, 2305, good show today, fellas. I enjoyed it. No, thank you. Enjoy your weekend. Watch watch football and baseball. See you Talk back to you here on Monday. Monday.